0: Hi, right, it's Tony Chapman, host of the podcast Chatter That Matters, presented by RBC. One of my favorite business quotes is from Walt Disney. Dream it and you can do it. And that's what this Small Business Matters series is all about. Not just dreamers, but people that do it. Find a way to make things happen. Some have identified an unmet need. Others building a better trap. We've overcome a lack of confidence or capital or conviction to make things happen versus just wonder what could have happened. I know inside many of you, you also want to be your own boss, put your destiny in your own hands. I hope the stories of these small business owners and the thought leaders who come in to help them get to where they need and deserve to go, inspire you to do the same, to dream it and to do it. The entrepreneur you're going to meet today is Tara Cochran, who's part of a dynamic duo that created Wonderkind Gifts. Tara, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you very much for having me, Tony.
0: So Tara, tell me a little bit about WonderKind.
1: WonderKind is a a gift catering service.
0: Well, there's a lot of people who supply gifts and do gift giving. What makes WonderKind different?
1: It's all based on our Women Who Wonder platform, which is made in Canada products that are from businesses that have been founded or co-founded by female entrepreneurs.
0: So speaking of founders, and I mean you, I did a little research into you and I understand you were crowned Miss Canada International in 2002. First of all, congratulations. And second, a piece of trivia, you're the first royalty I've had on my podcast.
1: Thank you very much. And you really did do your homework because that was 18 (laughs) years ago.
0: (laughs) So what did that experience teach you about life?
1: It taught me a lot of resilience because I came from a single parent household. Um, And I, I moved around a lot when I was a kid. And I just, it just taught me that anything is possible. It taught me a lot about the wonderful gift of being able to inspire someone.
0: sounds like you gave a lot, but you also received a lot in return.
1: It really just taught me that this really is a gift, that you can go out and you can spread happiness and joy to other people. And it can be the smallest things, but it can make a difference in their life and very much your own.
0: Now, Tara, you followed a creative path your entire life. Your specialty was broadcast journalism. But in an article I read... You said it was your destiny to tell other life stories. Where did your love of stories and lives come from?
1: I was an only child till I was 10. Books were my best friend. It took me into so many different worlds. It fed my curiosity. It fed my imagination. I feel to really get to know someone and to understand them, you really do need to know their story. And I found that learning someone's story opened up a whole different way of thinking for me or made me understand people and I found the connection was greater with someone when you learned their story.
0: An only child until you were 10, a love of reading, and even finding an extended family through the characters in books and people you meet along the way all impacted you. But in 2015, something else happened. That changed your life when your best friend's Ashley Style died.
1: The passing of Ashley was definitely one of the hardest experiences of my life. I had never experienced grief on that level. She was very young. She was only 35 years old. We had known each other since we were 15, and we always talked about the future and I felt very lost. I felt very angry.
0: Whether you're a winning athlete or an entrepreneur, it's emotion where you get your fuel. Could be anger, happiness, sadness, grief, or empathy. But those who feel it and want to either embrace it or erase it are often the ones who act.
1: She loved to help others look and feel their best. And I just felt that a lot of what she wanted to do um, was not, obviously, was not going to happen now. So I guess a blend of that anger and grief and our pack to positivity and trying to always stay the course and look ahead really inspired me to do something to honor her
0: and honor her you did with just for styles fundraiser and now a business that gives almost as much as it gets back so let's talk about that business it all started over a cup of coffee tell me more
1: so, Wonder Kind, I feel, is a blend of a bunch of stars that aligned. Um, at the time of my life um, where Shauna and I met, I had decided to leave the career that I was currently working in and take some time off to um, get back to my roots of, of writing. I took some copywriting courses in the evening. I also joined the local um, school fundraising committee, and that's actually where Shauna and I met. and we. Worked really well together. We shared a lot of the same values.
0: One of the things that entrepreneurs value more is trusting a great partner. And more often than not, that trust comes because they share like-minded values.
1: Uh, we were very passionate about small business. A couple months passed after and we decided to catch up for a, a cup of coffee. Shauna's background being photography and graphic design, and my background being um, journalism and also content creation, just about doing stories to highlight local businesses in the communities.
0: Well, that sounds like a creative match, but where did the idea come from?
1: How can we take that storytelling and how can we tie that in with, with a business platform that is available to people, something that they can use in their lives, and also learn those stories and also contribute back to the community.
0: I was like a kid in a candy store at wonderkind.ca. Answered some questions. I matched my personality to pictures, the price I'm willing to pay. And you put all this information together to tell me that you're going to send me a mystery gift. Mm -hmm. How did the concept of personalizing, which is so important nowadays, and this sense of surprise come together?
1: If you think back, to when you were a child and you think back of certain holidays or certain times in your life and you were waiting for something or you didn't expect it, there was this element of surprise and curiosity. Sean and I wanted to recreate that. We wanted to bring that into uh, an experience and wonderkind, it's curiosity and kindness coming together.
0: So a journalist described your company And they said, like it's women founders, it's a fiercely feminist and humanist service premised on the idea that gifting is never just gifting, that gifting matters. Was that a fair statement? And if so, describe each of that, how you support women, humanity, and how you make gifting matter.
1: It's a very strong statement. (laughs) We do support those things. I mean, that is why we're here. I mean, when we created this platform, it was built on our Women Who Wonder platform. That platform was created to highlight and showcase businesses that have been founded and co-founded by female entrepreneurs.
0: Okay, so I I buy that you're supporting women in (laughs) an incredible way. How about humanity?
1: Humanity, well, I mean, kindness is, is part of humanity. It's what connects us. And that is a whole other element of our platform. We felt there was no reason why we couldn't create something that could also give back to dress for success. That's women that are working on getting back into the workforce and they're seeking mentorship and they need guidance. That's humanity, mentoring each other, helping each other. Also second harvest food rescue, feeding each other.
0: Tara, do you ever wonder if this higher purpose you're chasing is going to override the need to make profit, to build a strong business?
1: We felt that was possible full circle with a gifting service. It sounds simple, but it's, there's so many layers to what we do. It's so attainable in so many areas of our lives to really think about the choices that we're making and how we're, how we're doing things. So the more wonder Kong we can spread, the more gifting we can share, the more we can order, the more their businesses can thrive, the more they can support their communities.
0: I understand that you put a little story in with each gift so that people know the, there's, there's a, a person behind it, that there's a Canadian that crafted it.
1: Yes, we do. So in every wonder kind, you receive a women who wonder card. And Shauna actually lays out all those cards and all those graphics. And inside, you will see a photo of the entrepreneur, you will see a little quote from their interview. And then on the back of the card, you will see one of their products. It's just a little extra highlight, but it, it just gives you a little bit more connection on where that product is from who that entrepreneur is. And we feel that's really special.
0: So Tara, a lot of people that have got into this business, they might not have your hook about the surprise or the wonder, but a lot of them make it a subscription service because they're hoping to get a customer for life. You don't do that. So how do you find a constant stream of new customers?
1: This is a very good question because it's something that we're constantly learning about. We just launched our website last September. So we're very new, but uh, we wanted to constantly have the option of having a new product or a new occasion and we also wanted to know that we're available for your gifting needs at any time
0: Tara I love your passion I love that that 10 year old kid who loved to read the young adult who lived for human connection the grieving adult who carries the legacy of her best friend is very much alive what I'm not confident about is your business premise and model there's too much to wonder about. Personalized gifting, supporting woman-led entrepreneurs, giving back to charities. I have to factor all of that in when making a choice. And then you, as a business model, you have to find new customers all the time. So what I'm going to look for is an expert on how to position your offering and another one on how to be more efficient in how you market and sell. Does that seem fair?
1: We would love that. We love surprises.
0: Perfect. We'll be back sooner than you can imagine. Hi, it's Tony Chapman. I'm proud to host the podcast, Chatter That Matters, and equally proud that RBC is my presenting sponsor. RBC is launching Canada United. It's a national movement to promote the importance of driving Canada's economy forward by having us all shop local. RBC has brought together over 60 of Canada's leading brands and organizations, all adding up to a nationwide shopping event the weekend of August 28th. But it doesn't stop there. Pull out your mobile devices because every time you watch, read and like the Canada United videos and posts or hashtag Canada United on Twitter, RBC will donate five cents up to $2 million to support small business, the heart of our economy. Here's to RBC and to all of you because small business matters. Tara, I just love this part of the podcast because I've tapped into some of the leading thinkers in Canada and each and every time I'm so amazed at how deep they go into your business and your website and going through everything. So that when they come back, they're forming an opinion that will really matter to you. In the next few minutes, you're going to hear from Nazneen Virji, a very accomplished banker with RBC, Jay Boddy, a successful entrepreneur who invests in new businesses, and Arlene Dickinson, one of the most respected business minds in Canada. Let's start with Nazneen. Her knapsack's packed. I mean, this is a person that was born in France, educated there came to Canada, worked in a number of very senior banking and finance positions, He's vice president of RBC, and are somehow has had enough spare time to uh, to steer the diversity committee for the Board of Trade. Nazneen, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you for inviting me. It's a real pleasure.
0: So what did you think of Tara's business?
2: Uh, first of all, congratulations, Tara. It's a, a very, very um, wonderful business. Uh, you are very talented, Uh, inspirational, and driven to help. So congratulations for starting this uh, very uh, worth, you know, business that's focused on helping uh, everybody else.
0: And what did you think of her story?
2: I learned about your resilience, how passionate you are, and uh, how much you love stories.
0: Now it's early days for Wonderkind. What else should Tara be thinking about?
2: So first, we need to understand uh, the sustainability part of the business.
0: Where should she look first?
2: Who are the customers? Uh, and, And what are you trying to help them with?
0: So you don't begin with the numbers.
2: Although we are a financial institution, we should not start with the financial questions first because these are the easiest for us. And then? Once I understand the business model, then I would say, what is your business plan uh, in terms of financial goals, uh, your own financial goals as well as the business financial goals? Uh, what does success mean to you, or does it look like in terms of numbers, sales, uh, profitability, and and that determines the cost structure as well? Are you well equipped to enable? your stated goals of success? And if not, then what does it take?
0: Has the pandemic changed the way banks will look at business owners?
2: What this pandemic is teaching everybody uh, is really put at the forefront the sustainability question. What if? What if this risk uh, occurs or something so unimaginable like this crisis happens?
0: Many startups feel they are not prepared to talk to a bank, especially in the early stages of their business. Any advice on how people like Tara can feel more confident?
2: We are aware of the fact that uh, it can be uh, daunting, intimidating. Uh, On our website, you already have the basics uh, in how to build a business plan. What do we look for? What, what should a business owner look for? So feel free to look into that. And, and there is so much information and so much help. And then if you don't know anyone at, at RBC or any other bank, walk into a branch and ask.
0: I can tell you that listening to you today, talk about owners and their goals and dreams Well, I can only imagine how many clients are equally happy to work with you. Nazneen, thank you for joining me on Chatter That Matters.
2: Thank you for inviting me.
0: What a wonderful spirit. She had so much to offer, and I'm just curious of what you thought about her advice.
2: For
1: Shauna and I, we have had a lot to learn. Running a business and managing your finances is very different than running your household. There is things that you need to learn about projections and and cash flow and planning ahead. And it's just really nice to know that those resources are out there and that we can we can seek that and, and that we do have to think long term. So I really do appreciate her her guidance and her insight and that there is more information available to us.
0: Our next guest is Jay Body. His knapsack's packed with an MBA from Warden. An engineering degree with the highest honors from Rutgers. He's worked for Microsoft, built Spock.com into one of the leading people search engines and sold it. And today he works with Brand Project, a company that invests early and helps founders build high growth businesses. Jay, thanks for your time and thanks for helping Tara Cock with her business. Pleasure. Jay, you're an incredibly successful entrepreneur. You've also helped many others scale their businesses to unbelievable heights. What does it take to be successful?
3: Two things I found that you know, really determine the success of the entrepreneur is one, do they have a really strong conviction in their vision?
0: So why is that important?
3: When a founder goes out there and says, hey, I'm going to build product X, they're going to get a lot of negative comments from VCs, from other entrepreneurs, from the market saying, oh, that idea doesn't make sense, or how are you going to do this, or... You know, they'll talk about all the things that could go wrong. What else? Even more important than that is what I call the word grit is like, you know, are the founders that have really been successful are the ones that, you know, basically I'm like, Hey, if you could imagine a founder who would get hit by a truck and then just get back up five minutes later and says, okay, I got a broken leg, but no big deal. I'm going to my next meeting and I'm just going to tackle it. Those are the founders you want to invest in.
0: So first and foremost, you invest in the heart.
3: I want to invest in those founders all day long because, you know, entrepreneurship is a very... When you think about it, it's a very irrational decision in today's world. When you think about like all the comfortable jobs you can get in corporate world, right? For a lot of smart people, MBAs and whatnot. So the entrepreneurship lifestyle is not easy and you got to be pretty tough. And the the tougher you are, the better the chances of survival. So
0: you've talked about the DNA of an entrepreneur. What makes an entrepreneurial business successful?
3: Um, You know, the way I look at, you know, I personally look at a business is that number one, you have to have like what I call like a hero product, a product that people just love. And it's different; it's unique. Is that all you need? Is to be unique? You also have to have a, a market that's ready for that product. I think one of the biggest things that, you know, a lot of times when you look at research done by VC funds and stuff like that, they say timing was off on most ideas. Right? Either too soon or too, uh, or too late.
0: So we have unique and timing. Is there anything else on that list?
3: The third thing is they have an obsession with customer happiness. Right? So. Just like Amazon with Jeff Bezos, like, how do I make the customer even more happy with better pricing, better service, better quality, faster delivery?
0: So let's take all of this learning and now talk about how it applies to Terra's business and WonderKind. What's your first thoughts?
3: We've looked at a lot of concepts in the gifting space, and a lot of people have taken different angles towards it. Why is that? Gifting is a very open and fragmented space. So if there is a way to you know own market share, that's an industry you could own market share in because it's still so open and there hasn't been a company that's come out and says, okay, I'm the Google of gifting. I'm going to own 80% of the market. Overall, what do you think of WonderKind? I went through the entire quiz experience. I went through the entire checkout experience. And, you know, I do like the fact that, Hey, this is a Canada supported company, Canada women entrepreneurship started. So I like that story a lot.
0: How can Tara build from that?
3: When you have a customer who purchases from you, engage with that customer as much as you can to find out how happy they were with the experience and why just don't give me a star rating, but let me talk to you. Let me have a conversation on what can I do to be better? What made this experience great for you or not? Is my skew too big or is my pricing too high? Or when I give you the gifting offer, is it a little bit too confusing? And Jay, any final thoughts? The core product offering and the purpose have to mesh together very well. If you have a strong alignment together with the product offering, your core company, and the purpose you're trying to do, that's, that's usually a recipe for a very strong you know, business.
0: Can that extend beyond the consumer?
3: It helps with employee hiring. You know, smart people have options. That's the one thing I say is like, you know, there is no shortage of opportunities for smart, very motivated people. And purpose helps. When you're trying to hire really good people, they got to believe in your purpose. They got to believe that they're making a difference. That's going to have, you know, like Steve Jobs said, a dent in the universe.
0: Jay Body. He's one of the most brilliant Strategist in North America when it comes to building tech-based uh, new economy businesses. So it was wonderful to get him on. But uh, curious, what you thought of what he had to say?
1: Well, right now I'm just grinning ear to ear because there was a lot of really inspiring points there that that's that really solidify that I feel like we're moving in the right direction. That we are very passionate about the customer experience. That is one thing that we've always very been true to. Also that there is uh, a space for gifting. There's a lot of really valuable points there that I'm also just look on taking back and also absorbing and sharing with Shauna.
0: Last but not least, I reached out to uh, Arlene Dickinson. I've known Arlene for years, competed against Arlene. Arlene Dickinson's introduction could be as long as this podcast. She's one of the most accomplished people in the country. She's also an advocate for entrepreneurs. She supports women-led businesses. She's an expert in positioning and an investor in the new economy. But when I went to her website, how does Arlene explain herself? Four words, dragon, entrepreneur, partner, and mother. Arlene, welcome to the podcast.
4: Hey, nice to be here.
0: Arlene, where did you find that confidence and conviction and even the energy to do so much and to offer so much to Canadian entrepreneurs?
4: You know what, Tony? I think I was just really blessed. I, I, I'm an optimist. I'm, I, love my, I love life. I, I, I know that that is um, a blessing because I, I know I wake up every day just wanting to go and I have a high energy level and I have a, a really strong work ethic. And now and as I'm getting older, I want to give back to other younger generations to you know, get them enthused about what's possible.
0: Well, speaking of life, Tara Cochran in her podcast really shares her upbringing. In your experience dealing with people, how much does one's background ultimately shape one's destiny?
4: You know, I, I think our past um, shapes us, but it doesn't define us. We can get stuck sometimes blaming the past and then forgetting that all that is is lessons for the future.
0: So you need to keep both in balance.
4: I think it's very important that you think about your past shaping and, and, and helping form you, but not defining you.
0: So Wonderkind, what's your first impression?
4: I thought a lot about how much work it was going to take for her to customize and to really offer that concierge type of gift service and delivering that. Um, And then I just started thinking, you know, that's more and more what the world is. It's all about personalization. So I like the idea.
0: I'm still sensing some apprehension.
4: I'm curious to hear more about how she's actually going to be able to build the idea into a scalable notion because it's going to be very high touch.
0: Arlene, let's try to scale our business. I remember years ago when I owned an agency called Capital C and I would go up against yours, Venture Communications, which is still going strong. I knew I was up against the best of the best in positioning strategy. So best of the best, what advice do you have for Tara?
4: When I visit her side, I wasn't quite clear exactly how the process worked. There was a lot going on. To your point, like she's talking about all of the causes and all of the opportunities and all of the things she she delivers. And so I think some clarity of messaging. I mean, Tony, you know this better than anybody. And speaking about being afraid to be in a room against, I was petrified of being pitching against you. So,
0: <laughs> very kind words from a dragon. So she needs to focus.
4: Uh, I think simplicity of messaging is going to be very important for her. Um, There are competitors out there doing what she's doing. And right now it's a bit of a, it's a bit difficult to really get to the nut of what she's trying to offer her customers.
0: We give businesses that are so consumed by purpose, a standing ovation can purpose and profit coexist. Can a business be consumed by a higher purpose, lose sight of the fact that they need to make the profit to keep this dream alive.
4: Yeah, it's, that's a great point. I mean, you and I both started our businesses at a time and, And then in generations where social cause was kind of tacked on to the most of our businesses.
0: But today is different.
4: A lot of these social enterprises that you're seeing now, um, their purpose is like literally at the core of the business idea. These businesses are built to do something good.
0: And Arlene, final question. Tara Cochran had a chance to sit down with you. And by the way, you are one of her idols. What kind of advice would you give her to build that sustainable business?
4: You know, I I I'd say to Tara that you're there's so many ups and downs in business. I, I, you know, I, and you never know what's going to come at you. Anything else? Have persistence and tenacity be at the forefront of what she does every day, but not to be so blindly passionate about what she's doing that she loses sight when the market tells her what she should be doing differently.
0: That is a lesson for all entrepreneurs.
4: Many entrepreneurs get so caught up in what they believe to be true that they stop listening to what the market is telling them is true. And they create products and services that may not do as well in the marketplace because they don't listen to the consumer and they don't listen and see what's going on in the zeitgeist.
0: Fantastic. Arlene is always sensational, beautiful, eloquent, fantastic, warm, loving, and giving. It's everything I wanted and expected from, well, a dragon, entrepreneur, partner, and mother. Thank you again.
4: Well, really nice to see you. you.
0: Otar, what do you think?
4: That's a lot to take in. <laughs> um,
1: I feel that Arlene can really, really see and sense where the roots are of Wonderkind, where it's coming from. There has to be that passion. There has to be that making a difference. But then there's the reality, and there's a reality that, she, that uh, Arlene hits on, is that you do have to stay current with the marketplace, and you do have to make sure you're putting your, your business foot forward and you're doing what's best for your, your business so you can survive and you have that resilience.
0: I want to leave you with a couple of thoughts. My advice would be, imagine your desired end game. Really bring it to life. What does success look like? Is it somebody opening up a present, they're not quite sure what they're going to get, and they're smiling and they're giggling, and you feel so good that you found that match? Is success... You're gonna be carrying the torch for a lot of Canadian women entrepreneurs. It's a success that you're gonna give back to some of the charities that matter to you because some of them are attached to that best friend you lost. I think the most important thing is really put one of those on a pedestal and say that more than anything else is gonna define who we are. And I think once that is there, you're gonna get a lot more clarity of who you are and why you matter. You've got three heroes in your story. And I think you got to pick one.
1: I didn't expect to get teary-eyed on a podcast <laughs> podcast, but uh, well, thank you for for sharing your thoughts and and your kind words with us and the um, experience and time and care that you have put into listening, and also the time and care you put in for all your guests to find the right matches to really enrich their entrepreneurial journey.
4: To find details on how RBC supports its business clients, visit rbc.com
1: slash business. You've been listening to Chatter That Matters with Tony Chapman. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. You can connect with Tony on Twitter at Tony Chapman, through LinkedIn at Tony Chapman Reactions, or visit his website, TonyChapmanReactions.com. Chatter That Matters is produced by Tony Chapman Reactions and Eye Contact Productions.